Welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back. I miss my listeners. Man, a week goes by. I say kind of slowly, but happy June. This is June 2nd, and we are halfway through the year of 2020. It's amazing how fast time went, right? This month, we will be focusing on change and what I'm calling a shift in life. You know, I love, love, love starting out with a quote or a poem in every episode. And this week, my quote comes from a woman by the name of Tiffany Mole. And it says, I am changing, but not in a way you would expect. I am changing how I view myself. I am changing how I talk to myself. I am changing what I allow and who I allow in my life. But most of all, I am no longer changing myself for others. The pressure to fit in and be anything other than myself. I am creating a revolution in my own self-care. Man, this quote actually connects to last month's theme with this month's theme. From identity to change, or what I'm calling a shift in life. It is about knowing who I am, but in the same regard, understanding that I have a choice to choose to change. It definitely is a choice. It is not something that happens from osmosis. It is a choice and it is a process. And that is what we'll be talking about today. So my first question I want to ask my audience, are you ready to change? Are you ready? You know, I think this is definitely a loaded question, but it is all connected to one thing, your will. To make the decision or to take that step. And in order to kind of further explain this concept that the Lord has given me, I want to talk about, I want to come from Luke 4, 5, a very popular scripture that that says, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Many have discussed this passage and you've heard it, you know. And majority of the time, it talks about believing in faith. But today, I kind of want to discuss this passage from a different perspective. And it relates to Peter making a decision that will embark on a pivotal shift in his life from that point on. He had what I call a shift in life that was all connected to the decision he made 
and followed through in what Jesus commanded him to do. It was all about Peter's will. So after Jesus gave the command, this is kind of how I process what happened. So Peter's subconscious alerted him. Hey, warning, warning. <laughs> You've kind of already been been down this road. You, you already really know what to say. You, Jesus, he's not a fisherman like you, so he doesn't have the same experience. You know, so let's, hey, let me go ahead and respond to what this man just asked me to do. So immediately Peter responded, like his mind alerted him by saying, hey, Jesus, you know, we were out all night. We were shooting a breeze, you know, talking about life and family. We were enjoying the night air. You know, we made sure we brought all our tools and equipment that we needed. You know, we we threw out our bait. You know, we were trying to catch some fish, but actually we didn't catch anything last night. So, you know, I understand what you're trying to tell me to do, but really we've already been there, done that. And let me explain what actually was happening in Peter's subconscious and why he responded the way he did to Jesus. I believe this was a shift in life moment in Peter's mindset that was absolutely foreign to him. Just like when when God asks things from us, especially things that we either are familiar with or we aren't, our subconscious alerts us in a certain way. And so it becomes foreign. And so there were several things I believe Peter had to process in his subconscious when he heard the command, when he heard what Jesus was telling him to do. And so when those words went down into his subconscious, a blockage happened. It stopped Peter from really understanding the command. And as a result, Peter had to fight against four things. Let me tell you, let me share these four things that God gave me. So the first thing that Peter had to fight against was his knowledge of fishing. Peter knew the best time of day to fish. He knew, you know, what to do to catch fish. He knew the best bait to use. He knew how to lure the fish in. Like he knew what the, the different materials and supplies he needed. He wasn't an amateur. Peter was a skilled fisherman. And when you are skilled in something and somebody tells you to do it or or try to give you advice on how to do something you're a professional at, it goes against the grain. And so inside a conflict develops. Number two, Peter had to fight against his years of experience. Again, he wasn't an amateur. Peter spent a lot of time perfecting his skill and craft. So he felt due to his years of experience, he knew what he was doing. So the command that Jesus gave created another conflict. Number three, Peter had to fight against his track record. 
he had a good track record. You know, when you're a skilled fisherman, you know what to do. And so there were many times that Peter didn't have a problem catching fish, you know. And so he knew what was best to do. And so, again, the command Jesus gave was another conflict. Number four, Peter had to fight against his position. I'm pretty sure Peter was the captain of his ship. He was the only one probably giving commands. And so listening to someone else give him advice, give him a command on something that he's a professional at, developed another conflict. So as all four of these conflicts popped up in Peter's head, he had to make a decision. This was a pivotal time in Peter, and he had to throw out everything that he knew and realize this was bigger than his knowledge, his experience, his track record, his position. It was about obedience to believing that this was the appointed time for a life shift that Jesus was doing. And his obedience to Jesus' command would allow for the manifestation of miracles, signs, and wonders. So, let me ask you a question. What is God commanding you to do today? You know, what has he asked of you, Linus Queens? So, let's go back to the scripture Jesus is saying to you as well, just like he said to Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your net. What has, what has God really been trying to get you to launch out to do? The problem was never the command. The problem has always been the battle in your mind. It has always been your will, not realizing you, and me we are our worst enemy we are the ones that stop the flow and move of God and what he is trying to do in our lives but for some reason it is very challenging for many people to launch out into the deep for Peter you know the blockages were really all connected to his profession but for us the blockages um, that our mind fights against the shift in our life typically are connected to the saying, a popular saying, we are creatures of habit, which is true. Did you know that research tells us that 98% of people die without ever fulfilling their purpose or dream? That is an, an amazing statistic. What do you think about that? So on the flip side, only 2% of people pursue their dreams of purpose. Why is that? If you think about it, it's all connected to making the decision. It is all connected to your will, like Peter. Peter made a decision to leave from the shallow water, leave from the see-through water where he could see the fish floating around his feet, leave the water low enough he could stand on his own two feet, leave the water where he didn't know how to swim, 
why do you think all of these things were important? Because it's all about being in agreement with God's commands, believing without seeing evidence, trusting in in his power of the supernatural. Now, I know we've been talking about Peter, but let's do a shift. Let's talk about relationships, especially long-term relationships, whether dating or married. There's a shift in our life when a person rejects you. And it really goes down to the fabric of who we are. How, how can we apply this scripture to being rejected? So you may not see the connection, but remember, everything was about the decision Peter made. That pivotal time, that pivotal moment he had to make in his mind. If you think about the story, there's no mention about Peter um, before Jesus came being frustrated about being all night and didn't catch anything. You know, maybe actually the Lord held back the fish so that Peter could see and experience the supernatural power of the Lord. And so, Lioness Queens, many of you right now are at that pivotal moment in your life of change of a shift in life when God is commanding you to do something and you know what that thing is but sadly this is the place where we get stuck this is the place that separates the 98% from the 2% this is the place where women we get stuck in the shallow waters this is the place where we are creatures of habit. We, we, we are stuck, you know, in our minds, especially as it pertains to a relationship. Our minds, you know, oftentimes go in like a withdrawal, almost like a crack addict, because we're so used to the familiar, being with the same person, living the same way, doing what we know, not necessarily what's best for us, but doing what we know. So we stay in the familiar. We stay in the shallow waters. When God is calling all of us to launch out into the deep and let down your net. And so I want to share my steps with you to help us as women make that life shift to launch forth and try something new. All right, so let's get into these steps of making that shift in life launching forth and trying something new this is what God is trying to get us to do lioness queens and so whether it is related to your relationship ending whether dating or marriage 
trauma that was never dealt with from a childhood experience, missed opportunity, a decision you failed to take, a loss that inhibited you from moving forward, a dream shattered due to an unexpected circumstance. Whatever your situation is today, God always wants you to launch out into the deep. But we have to remember the problem is once we experience failure in a certain area, we don't keep trying. We stop. And and sometimes we can even spiritualize, right? Oh, maybe that's not the way that God is moving in my life. But failure is the best essence of success. <laughs> yes, failure is the best essence of success. And I love what Winston Churchill said. He said, success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. So here are my steps to help your subconscious mind align in this pivotal point of your life to launch out. So the first thing has four parts. So the first thing that God is saying is we must be in agreement with four things. An agreement even so the first agreement is even if you don't feel it God wants you to agree there will be things that God is commanding and asking you to do and you might not feel that you can do it so no matter the emotion that may arise be in agreement Tell the Lord, I am in agreement with you and your word. Next, be in agreement when you don't even know what to do. Again, God will tell you things and you might not know step by step how to get to that end goal, how to get to that dream, how to get to your, your, your purpose, that destiny. This is why God says, do not lean to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him why does he say acknowledge because he is the one with the supernatural knowledge not you remember his ways are not your ways his thoughts are not your thoughts he's the one that has the power so so you don't have to lean into what you know because he knows everything tell god i am in agreement with whatever whatever God you're doing. I don't have to be in the know. Amen. Next, be in agreement when you might not even have the skill set. You might not even have the money yet. You might not have the things you think you need. Oftentimes, that's the piece. We, we think we got to have this together, this together. We got to put this in place. God is not giving you a criteria of things that you need first you know and so it's like for some reason we feel like there's certain things that we need and God is not asking he's not asking that at all even when we experience a loss of a relationship or a job we do not feel the capacity to deal with right with whatever we're facing God is not requiring you to have 
certain skills and abilities to handle everything. He already said his yoke is easy, his burdens are light. And so be in agreement. Lastly, he said, be in agreement even with you, even when you are afraid. In the midst of fear, you must be in agreement with what the Lord is saying. Obviously, he knows more than we do, you know, and what you are called to do. Just tell him, in the face of fear, I agree. Amen. So the first step is be in agreement with those four things. Second step, writing your vision down, making it plain. What has God been telling you to do? God is always speaking. But sometimes we're not always listening, you know, because, you know, we, first of all, you know, oftentimes we're not in agreement. But once you get in agreement with what God is saying, write it down. God has been speaking and telling you things for years. And some of you have written it off. You know, some of you, you know, we've heard the term a delay is not a denial. But oftentimes a delay, especially when it, when weeks turn into months, months turn into years, years turn into decades. You know, we put it off. We write it off. But look back. Go back at old journals. Compare it to new journals. See? Compare what God was saying to what he's saying now. Is he saying the same thing? Or does God want you still to believe that word that he told you 10, 20 years ago? You know, honestly, God doesn't wait on people because he's always ready for someone to launch out for him, for his kingdom. And he's not nervous to give that vision away. So, as I mentioned didn't, we don't want to be in that 98% of people who never pursue, never launch out. Oftentimes we think our dreams may, you know, may come a certain way, but sometimes dreams can be birthed from our pain, from our shortfalls, from obstacles, from trauma, from even mistakes. So don't discount your journey. Don't discount your, your story. Because God is always trying to perfect his creation in a way so that we become more like him, so that he can get the glory from our lives. And he's always looking to prosper his baby girls. So do not discount humble beginnings because he is faithful to perform his word. And I know my time is dwindling down, but my last key point, is I want you to launch out and put everything into action. It's not enough that you wrote things down. It's not enough that you write the vision down and you look at it and you put it away. You put it on your shelf. No, you must activate your faith. Honestly, I believe this is when the 2% of people who pursue their dreams and the things that God has told them, this, this is what makes that separation is this activating of faith so the two percent they activate their faith in a very violent way is what i'm saying matthew eleven twelve. the kingdom suffered violence but the violent take it by force so it is time to activate 
your violent faith. So it is a force that causes damage in some way. And you use this faith to believe in miracles, signs, and wonders. And you believe that they can happen for you. And how do you do that? You take the necessary steps to put faith into action. Faith into action is launching out and starting something new for your life. You know what? You know what that thing is. Like, you know what you've been praying for, asking God for. You know what that is. So it is all about your will. It was about Peter's will. It is all about follow through. So here is what I want you to do. I want you to first declare that you agree with what God is speaking. Second, write down your vision and make it plain. That is what the word of God says. And third, what God wants you to do is to activate your faith. Now, a way that you can do that is create I would say three smart goals for yourself over the next three months, you know, and that will be the beginning of you working on that thing that God is trying to bring forth. He's trying to pull up, (laughs) right? God is trying to do some things in your life, Lioness Queens, but we have to move beyond fear. We have to move beyond things that we think we don't know or things that we think we don't have, you know. I know we are living in a time that there are a lot of things going on in the world that definitely is a sign of the end times. But in the same regard, God is trying to get you to stop focusing on distractions. It is a lot of things going on in the world. You know, and we're focusing on CNN, World News, Trump, protests, social media propaganda. But God wants us to hear his voice, hear his command. He wants us to engage more with him. He has not left his post. He has not left the throne. He has not left his position. He is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is always ready to watch over his word to perform it. You know, God allows things to happen for change. Remember I said, sometimes purpose can be birthed from pain. And I truly believe this time In our world right now, there is a shifting happening in the atmosphere. And we can't look at the surface. We have to go down and really see what God is doing. And God is trying to raise people up like you and me. He's trying to shift in your life, lioness queens, like never before. He's trying to allow miracles, signs, and wonders to manifest in your life. But he wants you to launch out to something new that he is calling you to do for his kingdom. It is time for you to hold on to the word that he gave you 
and not let it go. Amen. This is Reverend Dr. Marisha, your Lioness Queen. Let's go ahead and declare our weekly chant over our lives. Amen. Repeat after me. I am a Lioness Queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free, intentional in my fight. Stand on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. I am, I am, I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen.